Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to The Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for The Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. It is a Friday, and there is so much to celebrate. Okay, mostly in Los Angeles. It's The Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, we're on a four-week heater with Blazing Five. Love our picks as we head into a varied and wild, tumultuous NFL football weekend. J-Mac, I got to tell you something. I, I honestly think we're very, very lucky. I watch a lot of football. You watch a lot of football. But we all, all across this country, we watch the team in our hometown more. We hear about it more. We read about it more. I think McVeigh is on a short list um, of the best coach in American pro sports. Football, NBA, baseball. I think he's amazing. You're watching this? It certainly is interesting that the Rams show out on Thursday Night Football. McVay's amazing. And the other team that shares that building, Colin, they don't have a coach. Yeah, the coach matters. The Rams should not be this good. Let's just state it right here. They should not be this good. Their special teams, poor. Their defense, kids. The secondary is prone to getting beat over the top all the time. What you're watching is one of the great coaches in American pro sports and a remarkable talented quarterback. Dennis Allen, Ron Rivera, back-to-back weeks, just got worked. You know when you go to the airport during the holidays, if you have TSA pre-check and you get there two hours early, it gives you the best chance to succeed. Doesn't mean it won't be hell on earth. When you have McVay and Stafford, Stafford's healthy, McVay's cooking, they hide a lot of flaws. And the Rams have them. Special teams are scary. Secondary, watch out. But they make a lot of stuff work. I love Puka Nakua. Everybody does. But 96 catches? This impactful? You think he's doing this with the Commanders or the Bears? Give me a break. Demarcus Robinson. Guy was a bounce around the league-wide receiver. Three teams, four years. He's had touchdowns in four straight games. Fifth-round running back. Kyron Williams. Fifth-rounder. Notre Dame, he was good. 
He's a better pro than he was in college. He's second in the NFL in rushing. He's ahead of Christian McCaffrey in rushing. Cooper Cup's even a third-round pick. I mean, it is. I'm not saying it's smoke and mirrors. These guys are talented. But McVay is getting the most out of everybody. Stafford's an elite all-time talent. There's no question. He throws as pretty a ball as we've had in a decade. And when he's upright and has time, sidearm, sidearm, arm angles, deep balls, the guy's a wizard. But, I mean, Derek Carr has Chris Olave, who's tremendous. He's got 15 fewer catches, I believe, than Puka, and he's not nearly as impactful. Alvin Kamara with Sean Payton was unbelievable. Five-time Pro Bowler. He was irrelevant last night. They rarely do the Saints even use motion in offense. They're near the bottom of the league. It's, they line up, and here's the play. The Rams offense, second in the league in motion. Jumbo sets. They're constantly putting your defense. Saints have a good defense. Defensive coach, constantly in conflict. And what was Dennis Allen doing before half? Pin the Rams deep. You'd had a good half. Don't hand the Rams the ball because you fail on a fourth down. Give them full timeouts to march down the field and lay by 10 at half at SoFi. Game over. What are you doing? Pin the Rams deep. You played a great half. You're on the road. Come out. Give yourself a shot. Coach buried it. But, I mean, ask yourself this. How many teams, and I'm going to use the word love, How many teams in pro football love their head coach and love their quarterback? Three. Rams, Chiefs, Ravens. That is it. Cincinnati, you guys wanted to fire Zach Taylor before Joe Burrow arrived. Buffalo, three weeks ago you wanted Sean McDermott out. Dallas, nobody trusts McCarthy. Philadelphia, Nick Sirianni's not the same without Shane Steichen. I look at these teams all around the league. Jaguars, you have some misgivings about Trevor Lawrence. Rams, Chiefs, Ravens. This Ram team should not be this good. They don't have a single elite defensive player in their prime. Aaron Donald's still excellent, but he's out of his prime. Even their wide receivers, fifth-round Puka, third-round Cooper, tight end, fourth-round Tyler Higby, running back, fifth round. Left tackle, undrafted. Who has a left tackle that's undrafted? The great ones are all first-round, second-round guys. So this is, this is really remarkable coaching. McVay and Stafford, it is a master class. And I'm not saying the Rams don't have talent. I like, their, I like their offensive pieces. But you could put Kyron Williams with a lot of teams and Puka Nakua with a lot of teams. He wouldn't be 96-catch guy. Puka's going to go over 100 catches. And last night, he was a centerpiece in the second half. And then bounce around the league guy, Demarcus Robinson, a receiver, was a centerpiece in the first half. What's going on here? What's going on is unbelievable culture and energy mixed with a shrewd GM who works very well and collaborates with his coach. And Matt Stafford is something else. Here's Sean after. We sure make it interesting, don't we? God dang. Okay. Um, but I love the I love the resilience of this group. Um, they just continue to show up. Thought there was a lot of really good stuff throughout the course of this game. Matthew Stafford was outstanding. Kyron Williams did a great job. I thought Demarcus Robinson and Puka were big time from the very beginning. And then we gave up some stuff at the end that we got to clean up. And there's a lot of things that we can certainly improve upon special teams. But love this group. Really proud of them. And uh, it's going to make for a good Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> There's a reason they make it close. They're flawed. They got holes. This is a rebuild year. 
There's a reason they dominate teams, and at the end you're like, why is this, why is this commander game close? Why is this Saints game close? It's close because they've got holes on the roster. Fixable with one more free agency. They've got some cap space and another strong draft. But it is fun to watch football when it's brilliantly coached and smartly quarterbacked. And that's what the Rams are. I don't know if you heard the news last night. Yoshinobu Yamamoto signed with the Dodgers. 12 years, 25-year-old star from Japan, 300 million plus. When I worked at ESPN, the other place, the Red Sox and Yankees controlled what they called the Hot Stove League. It was hot for two teams. It was celebrated. It was never a problem. Crystal for everyone. Now, suddenly, the Dodgers have the two top prizes. Bad for baseball. Nonsense. What's bad for baseball is the Rays in the World Series or Otani going to Canada or staying in Anaheim. It's not bad for tennis that Serena dominated it like nobody else for 17 years. It got its biggest ratings. Or that Tiger dominated golf for 15. He left, so did the ratings. The Dodgers are now must-see TV, and the sport's never been even. How many World Series titles do the Rockies Mariners have? How many do the Yankees have? The Braves are always well-run. Detroit never is in recent memory. The sport's not even. There's no salary cap. This is now Ocean's Eleven. Pitt and Andy Garcia and Bernie Mac and Julia Roberts and Matt Damon and Don Cheadle and Julia Roberts. It's one of my favorite movies. How unfair, though, it's got all the stars. Yes, all playing roles. There's no guarantee the Dodgers even win a single World Series. Baseball's quirky. The season lasts forever. Arm angles, pitchers, all of a sudden, Walker Bueller just disappeared this year. It happens. You're always on pins and needles at the end of a season and in spring trading. Will the arms stay healthy? The Dodgers last year moved off some stars and won 100 games. Even with these two additive superstars, it's 104. That's their over-under. There's no guarantees this is going to win and dominate baseball. If you could get a couple World Series over seven, eight years, the Dodgers probably be pretty happy. It's a different sport. It's not quarterback-led or NBA superstar-led. It's a collaborative vehicle that needs the right manager, the right analytics. you got to have three, four, and five guys with some power and pop but not be owned and burdened and literally only able to score with home runs like the Yankees. You need athletes old and young, a bullpen and a setup guy. But this idea that it's bad for baseball is absolute nonsense. It was celebrated when the Yankees and Red Sox, because of the Yes Network and Nesson, were way ahead of the sport. They just bought whoever they wanted to. Listen, I know you can watch conservative news outlets and think nobody likes California, but our economy is number one by a mile. The Dodgers outdraw even the second-best draw in baseball by 10,000 fans, and trust me, I've had a few beers there. Those are more expensive, too. But it's worth it. Our weather's Mediterranean. It's a great organization, and they reward the fans and defer the payments. It's not bad for baseball. Tampa in the World Series is. Otani in Canada is. It's must-see television. It's MJ's Bulls potentially, but not assuredly. 
Because baseball's never worked that way. And it's why it's quirky and weird and fun and different. And the season's too long. And the games can be plodding and too slow. But this is great for baseball. A villain for everybody outside of Los Angeles County. Sports needs them. The Dodgers are feeding them. And I can't wait. All right. J-Mac, I know today felt like L.A. radio, but it is fun. I will say this. Well-coached football is fun to watch. Cowboys-Dolphins this weekend could be very well-coached football. I've got thoughts on that on the other side. How about Remember yesterday all the sharp, uh, big professional gamblers were driving that line down a Ram Saints. Remember that? We were like, ah. We didn't understand. What, what, are, they, what are we seeing? Rams were up 30-7 to seven last yeah, night. Yeah. That was a beatdown, Colin. Yeah. They were definitely the better side. But you know what's funny is, as much as I like the Rams, I know how the season's going to end. They're going to outplay somebody in the playoffs, miss a field goal, and get burned deep with 48 seconds to go. <laughs> the team, well, like, McVay's laughing. We make them close. They make them close because they're not Philadelphia yeah. last year or Kansas City last year. They're not that kind of team. They've got holes. They've got youth. They can't get kicking right. Another a punt block, miss field goals. They're a totally flawed team, but I can appreciate brilliant, efficient management, mm-hmm. coaching, ownership, and quarterbacking. Yeah. Rams-Lions would be a hell of a playoff Oh, it'd be a great Remember story. Where did Matt Stafford play his like, entire Goff, career? Goff sent packing by the Rams. Ooh, yes, that, yes. That would be, that would be on Fox, and, and that would be great. And a high-scoring game yes. in the Dome. Yeah. I'm not ruling out the Rams winning that. I think it's a close one for sure. Like a last possession yes. wins. Yeah, it wouldn't be a lot of defense. I think the Rams can play it. Game. Rams can play it in spurts, but Detroit's a fast track, and Detroit plays fast at home. And between Gibbs and Laporta and Amaron St. Brown, and now the emerging young receiver uh, Williams, Rams would Rams would give up some uh, some bombs. Yeah, that would, that, that would be it. that might be the best wild card game. Can we just make it happen? Speak it into existence. I'd love to see it. I have a great parlay for you this weekend, thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Herd. That's me, H E R D. When you download the app and that takes under two minutes here's my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook and we had a very good week last week I'm going to take the Jaguars plus one getting points at the Bucks. Tampa Bay has been a good story Jacksonville's a better team I get a quarterback edge off an ugly loss Cowboys plus one and a half at the Dolphins Miami struggled with physical teams Dallas didn't look like it against Buffalo they'll be ready to be physical And I'll take the Broncos at home minus six and a half again off an ugly, disappointing loss. They'll circle the wagons and beat a Patriots team that is pretty lifeless. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up quick. New users. Use the code herd when you download the app. H-E-R-D. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I just get to sit and watch football on Sunday. The late Fox game is uh, Dallas off an ugly loss at Miami. And uh, I've had my my doubts about Miami all season long. Uh, I, I don't expect much from them in the playoffs, although this is the year to do well in the AFC. Mahomes is down. Burrow's gone. Baltimore's falling apart. But Miami, um, the Dolphins are a perfect representation of Miami. They're fun. They're exciting. They're flashy and a little fake. Uh, Dallas is different. They can be physical. I've seen it. They can overwhelm you physically. I've seen it. They have a suffocating defense. I've seen it time and time again. But what the hell was that against Buffalo? What, what was that? The difference between Miami and Dallas is Dallas has multiple elements that Super Bowl winning teams have had. A veteran offensive coach, not a kid genius. A Pro Bowl quarterback having his best year a star game-changing wide receiver, an elite, elite pass rush and pass rusher, and an excellent O-line. Top three, according to PFF, the Dolphins is at best a work in progress. Plus, they've had seven blowout wins. That is customary for the last decade for Super Bowl champs. Dallas has a lot of things I like. Miami is a lot of fake tough guy, fake Gucci bag. But the Cowboys have a real Gucci bag, and they actually are tough. And they're not a $40,000 millionaire. They're actually a millionaire. Like, there's a lot of elements to Miami that I think are inauthentic and fake. With Dallas, I've seen them physically push around good teams. Even the coach, Mike McDaniel, Twitter loves him. Hipsters adore him. Mike McCarthy's got a Super Bowl. He doesn't have a Twitter account. He's boring. Miami's easier to like. They're fun. They're new. They're flashy. It's Tua. It's Mike McDaniel. He's awesome. He's a hipster. You see his viral stuff. 
Well, McCarthy, he could lose a few pounds and he's boring. It doesn't land the same. I mean, it really doesn't. Like, he's the most boring coach that's a good coach in the league. Even Belichick is grumpy, but kind of bizarrely, privately fascinating. Why is he so bad now? Why was he so good then? So I see Dallas blowing him out. I think Dallas is going to blow him out. I think they're going to push him around. I think two is going to get sacked seven to eight times. I think he's going to be running for his life, passes batted down. I'm here to tell you right now, I think Dallas is going to go in there and control the football game beginning to end. And Tyreek Hill have some, you know, he'll do some somersaults in the end zone. He'll have a big player too. Deron Bland will bite on an out. It'll be an out and up. It'll be a chair. It'll be a touchdown and everybody will celebrate. But the crowd will be 75% Cowboys. And one team doesn't have to have a fake Gucci bag. They've got a real one. Sometimes they lose it, but they got a real one. And I like Dallas big. Big being 10 points, 12 points. Comfortably, in control. Tua running for his life, getting sacked. Dak, time to throw. Bradley Chubb, overwhelmed by Tyron Smith. Interior offensive line, creating big holes for Tony Pollard. Dak with time to throw. Tua, none. That's how I see it. J Mack with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Wow. I, I thought your, uh, your Aaron Rodgers take was the hottest take you had this week. That was spicy. You think the Cowboys smashed them? I think, listen, score aside, double-digit win. It will look, you will watch that game. It's not going to be Buffalo-Dallas. Okay. You're going to watch that game and go, oh, two is under constant duress. That's possible. And Dak's got nothing but time. Quick note, Zach Martin hasn't practiced this week. Neither has Tyron Smith, the guy you just mentioned. So two starters potentially down Tyron against Smith that defensive Tyron Smith plays. Line. Dak has all day to throw. Okay. I have a feeling we'll revisit this a little later in the show, perhaps. Uh, let, let's start uh, with the Eagles reeling three straight losses. Jalen Hurts had those weird comments after the game about commitment yesterday. He doubled down on his comments, but started to shoulder some of the load on himself. All of that starts with me. Um, and that's something that I, that I own. You know, that's something that I take responsibility in and I've never shied away from. And so... Um, I embrace that challenge, you know what I'm saying? I embrace that challenge placed upon myself and um, my teammates. It's just a situation where we are, you know, where this is something that we're going through, not something we're stuck in. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, it's beauty in all of this. You know, I, it's beauty in all of it. And I embrace every, every ounce of it. Yeah, Philadelphia is going to win. Um, 13 and a half. That's, a, that's for a division game. That is an insane line. Yeah, especially for a team that's lost three in a row. But I, I love the Eagles in this spot. This feels like 30 to 9 or something insane. Um, we've talked about concern level for the Eagles. If Dallas wins that game against uh, Miami. Oh, they're, they're winning that they're, game. They're still firmly in control. Like, the Eagles do not want to have to go on the road in the first round. They, they need that division win. Um, I don't know. Something about Hurts, like, hat all low. Speaking kind of slowly, I, I wonder, is there something brewing in that locker room, you think? Three straight losses. This is a team that had a yeah, lot I'll of success. I'll tell you what's brewing. They're angry and should be because they outplayed Seattle. Philadelphia's mad. They had that game won and gave it up. 
I think Philadelphia is going to come out and put a whooping on the Giants. I think Philadelphia is good. They're going to finish 13-4. and four. They're going to have this mid-seat, late-season blip because they played the Cowboys and the Niners and all these tough games. I think they're resolute. I think they're focused. I think they're ticked off. I think they're a little embarrassed how they lost in Seattle. I think they're embarrassed about that. Yeah, a lot of finger-pointing. Bradbury got lit up. The people going after Sirianni, Brian Johnson, Jalen Hurts Well, a, a lot bit. of finger-pointing outside of the organization. There's no finger-pointing. In. Well, Sirianni we, said it's all on me. We, we don't know that. It's weird that Sirianni and the and the quarterback are like, hey, it's on me, it's on me, it's on me. Because maybe they know and some of the guys are starting to worry like, this is the first adversity this team's had in, I mean, what, over a year and a half, right? Well, uh, yeah. Since but they, they got had... A.J. Brown, it's been a honeymoon. They've been dominating everyone, and now it's like, ooh, not going great. Um... Yeah. I love them. I, I like the Sixers I, I and the Eagles. Weekend. I'm going to start doing afternoon drive in Philadelphia. I'll just talk Sixers and Eagles, and people will love me, and I'll have a parade. I am pro-Philadelphia everything. I even okay. like the Phillies. What's happened to me? Well, Bryce Bryce Harper is fun. Well, that, that he He's makes like, a big difference, yeah. Joel Embiid, huh? Okay. Afternoon fun. drive on 96.5. That's the new me. Okay. When sure. I retire from um, this someday. Yeah, let's get to the uh, the MVP leader, Brock Purdy. Your guy, Brock Purdy. You love him. Oh, my goodness. He's being called a system quarterback by a bunch of people. I don't think you've said that, but other people have. Well, uh, you know Kyle Hamilton, the really talented young safety on the Ravens. He's saying, uh-uh, that guy's no system quarterback. I mean, the word around the league is he's a system quarterback, and I just think that's not true. Just from what I've seen, he's um, making every throw uh, that you can make as a quarterback. It's on time, on target, uh, makes good decisions. He's mobile. And um, he's got a great cast around him at the same time. But, uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's really good. And um, props to him for uh, his pretty cool story, what he's done now. And he's um, an MVP race. So uh, it's going to be a good challenge, but I'm excited to do it. I didn't say he was a system quarterback, no, which, by didn't. the way, everybody is somewhat of a system quarterback. I don't think he's a game manager. I think he's good. But I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do think he's, he's good. good. He's a good player. He's good, good, um, good. Have you looked at that Niners injury report, by the way? A little banged up. Armstead yeah. did not practice. Hargrave. Hargrave They're, did not practice. For those the record. are the two big dudes in the oh, middle. No. Yeah. Baltimore will run the ball so, with those injuries. When this practice report comes out later today, if yeah. those two guys are still not practicing all week, mm. probably won't play. I think this will dip down to four. I don't, mm. Will we see a three and a half? I don't know. Blazing Five is including this game. I often avoid the big trap games, the TV emotional games. I stay away from those. I concentrate on the Saints and the Titans. But this week, I am going right after this one. So uh, last week, Ravens go down to Jacksonville, then back up to Baltimore, now across the country to San Fran. Not ideal they're late called, in the season. They're called planes. It's okay. That's uh, I understand, deal. but that, that's a lot of travel for December holiday time. You know, you got stuff to do with the wife and I'm, the I, side piece. I am in my late 50s. I'm flying today. I'll ski tomorrow. It's okay. They're called planes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Lewis and Clark here. I'm not scaling mountains. <laughs> Baltimore's fine. They're, Lewis, they're, they're traveling by first class planes and eating roast beef sandwiches and having frescas. You they're, they're okay. They're eating roast beef? Or they're eating, eating this beef. is, believe me. The Lewis Ravens, and Clark. Wow. Is, are those your favorite expedition guys? <laughs> Always have been. Top of my list. I'm a Vasco da Gama. I, think uh, he's I liked ex- him. I sold yeah. some of his stock late. A little yeah. quirky for me. Couldn't Smart. depend on him. Like D'Angelo Russell in the playoffs. Couldn't <laughs> depend on him. Speaking of Russell. Got let's lost get, too often and as he explored. Let's get to the Lakers. D'Angelo Russell last night played a lot of minutes. More than Austin Reeves. Darvin Ham getting questions. Lakers lose to the T-Wolves. T-Wolves are good. T-Wolves are very good. They're very good. Their record's awesome. Um, 
Lakers we'll need. I don't know. Lakers count. have some problems, man. And uh, after the loss, Anthony Davis oh, is uh, a little mm. ticked off. LeBron did not play. Mm. Mm. We know what we can be. We've shown what we can be, um, and we've shown if we don't do the things we need to do to be successful, then we're going to continue to be on this side of of, of um, our record, which is losing. So it's the NBA season. You know, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. Um, you know, right now we're in that down period. You just got to continue to fight, continue to play, play hard, play with some effort, some energy, and, uh, you know, we're treating Saturday as a must win. Anthony Davis is doing just fine. They need wing help, better wing defenders. They need to be a little more athletic on the wing. This league, this West, Denver's young, Minnesota's young, Sacramento's young, Portland's young. There's a lot. The, the West is getting young very fast. The Lakers tend to be a tad old. I think they need a little more hop, a little more twitch on the wing. Uh, so they play on Saturday. The game you were referencing, OKC. Oh, I'll be, now that's young, there's another super young, talented team. And then they play the Celtics on okay, Christmas Day. Yeah, they're going to lose that one. So they might lose two more here, and then you start to wonder oh. what is hey, going Remember to- last year? Didn't the Celtics and Lakers play last Christmas? Is that me? It's possible. I and know. I was sitting there and... I barely would I remember. I what remember I had that dinner last week. No, I remember that game. Christmas. That was a good. Wasn't it last year? That was. was a, it? I, there was a Lakers Celtic game I watched on a Saturday night. It was great. I know we've hyped um, In Victor Wembanyama a lot, but yeah. I'm just telling you, Chet Holmgren is the real deal. No, he's this good. This guy looks awesome. Really good. And OKC's good. And the Lakers, they got some problems. Colin, um, currently. They'd be in the play-in, and it's if they lose two more, we're looking at oh boy, here we go. Very curious what what Darvin Ham does because you know the front office is going to have to do something. There's no chance they miss the playoffs because they're a LeBron two week injury away from being like twelfth in the West. This is not ideal for the Lakers. Right. J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Uh, By the way, the Bills uh, get a bit of a breather. They face Easton Stick and the Chargers. Um, This is interesting. Josh Allen. So yesterday, I said some sort of premonition. This is the best Buffalo team I've seen. They're not nearly as dependent on Josh Allen. They feel like a Super Bowl team to me. I worry that Baltimore is falling apart physically. I really worry about it. And Kansas City's issues are not going away. Josh Allen leads the NFL with 37 touchdowns. If he scores three more on Saturday against the Chargers, he'll become the first in NFL history to have 40 touchdowns in four consecutive seasons. (laughs) That guy is so good. Um, Mahomes like Joe Montana or Tom Brady, is a great talent, but has the necessary elements to be highly productive in February. The perfect coach, the great owner, cash-heavy franchise, stability. But as a singular force, there is one Josh Allen in the league. As a singular force. 6'6", 240, hyper-athletic, can jump over linebackers. Every tool in the tool belt is A+. And size matters. Despite massive, violent collisions, he's rarely even dinged up. Think about this. Josh Allen is already second all-time in quarterback rushing touchdowns. For God's sakes, it's year six. He's 35% through his career. He's not only going to win that, he's going to blow, I think, Cam Newton out of the water. 
This is not a knock on Mahomes, who is the most productive and the currently the best quarterback in the league. But he's got an A-plus owner, an A-plus GM, an A-plus coach, the best tight end ever, and for a while, the best receiver in football in Tyreek Hill. In a highly dysfunctional division with the Raiders, we don't know who their coach is next year. The Chargers, ditto, and Denver, they'll figure it out good, not great. Josh Allen, year six, now with a dependable run game. To me, this is officially the scariest team in the AFC. I've been on Baltimore all year, but we have to be honest. They lost Mitchell, the running back. Ronnie Stanley, left tackle, now rarely healthy. Their top tight end's gone for the year. They're becoming a little Lamar dependent. This Buffalo team... Very interesting. Like him a lot. Michael Irvin's going to be around the corner for us. We don't get Michael often, but it's a big Cowboy weekend, and we need to discuss it. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Got a lot of stars. It's, 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 a, it's a lot of stars out here, man. But I, but I love it, man. And, and happy holidays to everybody. You are slimmed down. You look fantastic. Well, I, listen, I, I went through something this offseason. The fat will jump off you when you worrying that much, too. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. All fat gets out of here with that kind of worry. But, but no, I'm good, man. Okay. I'm good. And, 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 and I'm, I'm just having a great time this year. Okay, so we love having you. So, um, I think I didn't sell my Buffalo stock or my, my Cowboy stock. I do right. think occasionally... If you go up to a Buffalo with Josh Allen, it's a little wet and rainy. You're feeling yourself, and that thing goes sideways. Even your Cowboy teams, you would go on the road sometimes, and you know two series in, Michael, is over. Yeah, well, you don't don't buy into two series is over, but two series, you'd be like, we are in the – this is going to be something. We got to try to figure this one out. You know it's going to be that kind of game, and it's going to take – to take everything you got to pull up out of it. And I saw that in, with Dallas. You know, first of all, you go down, they stop Buffalo, and you get the, De- excuse, the DeMarcus Lawrence fag, right? So that you Buffalo now, instead of three, that's seven points. You get right. another opportunity. Then you come back. So, so you hold at the three. Then you, you hit Brandon Cooks. You were up 7-3. That was wide open touchdown. And then you blocked the punt that, that – I don't know how that block punt thing happened, how you jumped over the punt that was being put and missed that. That would have been 14-3. That kind of swing right there in that game yeah. means everything. Everything. And any chance you had at winning that game, you had to do it right in the genesis of that game. You had to withstand that what I call the monsoon yes. of, of, of fans who thinks that if they beat the Cowboys today, that somehow – Make up for the rings I got in my <laughs> trophy room right now. It does not. I still got them rings, but they came out anyway and played hard. Yeah, they did. Um, I'll get back to that in a second. Um, Matthew, I want to talk about Matthew Stafford McVay. It's a flawed team. They don't have an elite defender in their prime. Puka's a fifth rounder. Right. Uh, Kyron Williams, a fifth rounder. Higby, a fourth rounder. It, it, but when I watch them play... The motion on the offense, the sets. Michael, they are humming, and yeah. sometimes it's belief. Yeah. I think when I watch the Rams, I think that offense believes you're not stopping us. They, right. are, they are risk-taking. Dwayne. They are run it. Um, I, I see a confidence building. I think they're a flawed team. Mm-hmm. Can they win multiple playoff games? And this is the question. And, 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 and a lot of teams are flawed. And we're finding this out. And what I've been saying here for the last few weeks is you can have your flaws, but you better be able to score points. Offense is what matters. And the Rams have some offense. Yeah, they're scoring. I I, I don't know if they can beat everybody on a run to a Super Bowl, but they can beat anybody that's trying to run to a Super Bowl. That's a great point. Anybody that's trying to run to a Super Bowl. And and here's the kicker. What you were just talking about, fourth round, fifth round. Guys, 
that don't supposed to be here right now. And they're th- they're playing with house money as a team. Yeah. As a team, it's house money because you're not supposed to be here. I think they predicted them to be four and something. Or yeah, five, no, five something. win team. Five win team this year. And look at them now. And then you got these young players who don't even know they don't supposed to be doing what they're doing. They don't know what they don't what do you, know. What do, you, what do you make of Puka? Now, like you, he is a big physical yeah. kid. Big smart, smart player, plays hard, make plays. That It's one ball that, that, that he made, one play he made last night was insane. Yeah. He uses right, his right, body insane. as leverage. Right, and, and I, somebody was talking about that when we were watching the game, and they said, well, isn't, isn't he pushing on? It's, it's, no, 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 no. That, those are locators. You know, whenever I put my hand on a person, I wasn't necessarily pushing him. I was just <laughs> locating him. I just want to locate where he is. They call a locator. You need them locators. Just locate where they are. You got to move them a little bit and get the ball. He's great at that. And he, th- these are young quarterbacks really playing wide receiver. Him and Cooper Cup. And then that mastermind, Sean McVay, who is a mastermind. Yeah. You know, it, it makes it Motion everywhere. Right. Dang, all the motion, movement. So your eye gate gets caught over here, and they come. It, it's just amazing what the guys, what they're doing. It's amazing what these young coaches are doing. So it, it's interesting. People are bailing on Philadelphia, and I've, I've said this about the Eagles. Um when you have to have your defense on the field for 90 snaps in multiple weeks, because their offense is uneven, it's really an offensive problem. We're all saying defense is the problem, but we know their defense isn't great. But the problem is their defense is on the field for 90 snaps. It's Buffalo. It's Kansas City. It's Dallas. Even Seattle, they outplayed them. End of the right. game. Their right. defense is like, we're on the field too much. I think, I think they solve a lot of their issues with a more even offense, I think they should go back to what they are. Heavy Jalen Hurts. Run the ball. That's what Run I ball. think they are. But, but he's not as healthy, and, and you can see it in his gates. Like I told you, when he's running, when he's when, when he's coming up on guys, he's coming up, you can see he's he's not the same Jalen Hurts right now. And and I think what we're, we're looking at it in, oh, you lose another game, you lose the game. I, I think we should be kind of throwing some praise on this dude because he felt it. it's like I, I can't leave my dudes out here no matter how hurt I am he's not he hasn't missed a game right. he still pops back in there and plays hard for his team but you can see they're struggling right now and that happens let me tell you something each year we won a Super Bowl each one of those years we had like a two game losing streak we would always lose one game and I, I, I would say this is not going to happen again we're going to fix it we got it we got it and you'll lose another one and and then you tell Spin like what the what is going on you get where Philly is right now where the coach feels like I have to come out and say put it all on me because he sees that his offense he sees that his quarterback is taking too much on him yeah. it was smart of him to come out and say no put it on me let's pivot back to the Cowboys I like them against Miami for a couple of reasons I think uh, if Tyron Smith is healthy that will give it will mitigate Bradley Chubb and it will give Dak a lot of time I thought in Buffalo he didn't have the time they couldn't run the ball then he ha- gets behind Dak trailing isn't Dak leading and I think he'll lead they'll be comfortable I also think they were humiliated physically they're embarrassed by it right and they'll establish physicality early but it is interesting Michael that they're almost a college team they're great at home and collapse on the road 
were you ever on a team in college or pro that maybe wasn't mature enough? Road is often maturity. Road right. is a veteran staff. Sometimes, you know, the Cowboys are a glamour franchise. Tuesday, Wednesday, right. you don't quite put the time in. You're right, all, right, the, right, all the right, shows. Right, right, right. And I look at Dallas and I think it's not a lack of talent. But they're very uneven home and away. Is it youth? Is it lack of maturity? What is it? Well, first of all, because we run, we run off with this. And the Cowboys went three and four on the road right now. It went in the last week. I think it was three and three, and then lost last week three and four. Just, just, just speaking, if you wanted to, and we'll stay sixteen to make it even. That's eight and eight. If you can go four and four on the road and have the record you have at home, you're having 12 and 12 and four seasons. Right, right. Everybody in the world will sign up for that. You see what I mean? It'll sign up for that. So, so this is very, 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 very careful waters that they have to tread because you absolutely need to make sure you're proving to yourself that you can win games on the road and this is your last great opportunity and you have to prove it to yourself because you're going to be playing playoff games on the road if things don't fall out absolutely perfect and it'll take a miracle almost for you to fall out where you're having it at home you know even though i must admit last night they gave you a little hope with that, with the way the Rams played, that maybe you could have that possibility. If Philly falls off, and then the Rams go take care of some business after the Baltimore take care of the business, you, you, there, there's a possibility in there. But they have to get their mindset ready to go on the road, and this is a great opportunity to put all of this stuff shoulders up behind them and say we beat a good team on the road and beating Miami. That's why this is a huge game. For Let, let's, it's the Fox game, late game. Let's talk Miami. We got a minute to a minute and a half left. I like them, but I do think I can't see them going to Baltimore, to cold weather, to Buffalo. It's just ingrained right. in me, Miami, to even Marino's teams. There is something about cold weather, toughness, physicality. Maybe that's part of the Cowboys problem 25 years. Do you buy Miami? I, I do. I buy explosiveness like that at any turn, turn anywhere. I, I, I'm not the dummy like everybody else in the world who keeps saying that defenses wins championships. Those are dummy talking. That's dummy talk. It's offense. I, I, I can't take it's it. Offense. It, 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 it. It's offense. It's points. And you get that on offense mostly. Now, turnover defense I call it that you can Dallas use. has that. That's a difference. You you got to turn that ball over so I can go get points. Right. You know, so so yeah. You can you you can put up points. They can put up points. Miami's a dangerous team because of that. Right there and it will always be in. And that's why this is dangerous for Dallas. They got to they, they get in there. all that man running with this team with all that speed they have and all these crossing routes that this master will design that it, 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 this master designer will design plays it's going to be tough for Dallas. They got that's why they got outscored. I said earlier it'll be 4138. And I I need that and those guys to just light it up. Finally, a minute left. It's the holidays. Now, are you uh do you uh do you buy a lot of gifts for the fam? No, and that's why I was so happy, man. 
I, I we, we were almost crying up there when when Luane gave us gifts today. I buy all the gifts. I don't go shopping for all the gifts. I don't get any gifts. I tell people, don't worry about buying me a gift with my money. Just say happy Merry Christmas. <laughs> Just say Merry Christmas. Because they'll say, oh, I got this gift. Can you can you send me $10,000? I want to get you a gift. I don't need it. Don't worry. I don't need it. Well, it's great having you here. Happy holidays to you. And you've been such a great addition to the network and that show. We've been trying yeah. to, for years, We've been talking about getting Michael Irvin over here, and we do, and we absolutely love having you. Yeah, and I love being here, Colin, man. And you know I love you, man. And come on and talk with you guys anytime, Chop man. It this up. makes it great. It makes it, it really is just great to be here. All right. Get up, go. Get on your plane. We know you're always yeah. rushing. You stay here for us on Fridays. We know you got a plane to catch, and we appreciate it. I'm good with you, All right. All right. Blazing five. Feel good about it on a heater. You can walk in front of the camera. You're Michael Irvin. You're Michael Irvin. You're not, you're not a number three possession it's receiver. So be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific i'm saleya mosin and i've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the united states in 2016 i saw how voters were leaning towards trump and how so many americans felt misunderstood by washington so i started the big take dc we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our number two, live in Los Angeles. It's the Hurt. Wherever you may, however 
you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Four blazing fives in a row. Winning weeks. Four and one last week. Feel good about the picks this week. It is not, according to the wise guys and sharks, a great week to pick games. So you have to use that laser focus radar to see what others can't. Very Aaron Rodgers-like. I am seeing what others are not. I just don't need the darkness retreat. It's been an interesting week. So Aaron Rodgers admits what we all knew. That was part of the week. The Cowboys get blown out. We're looking ahead to the Cowboys rebounding Raven San Francisco. Last night, the Rams put on a master class. The Dodgers signed the second big prize in Major League Baseball. And I got a text from somebody last night, and I said, listen, you watch some of these channels, and you listen to these talk show hosts, and you would think California's falling into the sea. Our economy is the biggest in the country by far. L.A.'s got like 28 sports stars. Justin Herbert's like the 25th most popular. New York's got two, and one's hurt. Aaron Judge, Aaron Rodgers. The reality is, this thing, when it comes down to money, Dodgers draw 10,000 more people per game than any other franchise. Mm. Ten th- and by the way, once you get into the Dodgers Stadium, which is a, which is a Taj Mahal, it's oh. gorgeous. Beer prices, food prices, pu- mm. no discounts. No. This is a massive revenue monster that is unrivaled in sports. They're deferring payments. They're the Yankees of 20 years ago when the Yankees had the Yes Network. And nobody whined and complained about that stuff when the Yankees bought all the best players. This is the reality. California's economy has exploded with tech. There's more money. Mm. They charge more. And the Dodgers are brilliantly run and highly strategic. But the taxes are so high, Colin. Well, you know, stuff costs money. You got to deal with stuff. Some stuff, it's not great. So what? Well, taxes Let's get are to the high. picks. Come on. Taxes are too Let's hear high. these winners, Cowherd. All right, here we go, Blazing Five. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins Blazing Five. Seahawks and Titans. I'm going to take the Titans plus three. Seattle on a short week, an emotional game. They're overvalued because they were outplayed. Let's be honest about it. They've lost five straight road games. Their last road win for the Seahawks came against the Giants October 2nd. They've scored more than 20 points in one of their last five games. That game last week was fun, but I'm talking about a Titans defense that shut down Miami. Ryan Tannehill or Will Levis may have played. The number one red zone, red zone defense in the league is Tennessee. They make you kick field goals. Seattle on a short week. Defensive coach could be a backup quarterback. This is one of my faves. Titans win it. I'll take the points. Mike Vrabel's a great underdog coach. 27-24 Tennessee. Cardinals and Bears. You know, I like the Bears initially. I'm going to take Arizona plus four and a half. As J-Mac talked about yesterday, the numbers are interesting. The Cardinals this season, once they got Kyler Murray, all the offensive numbers, yards per play, yards per game, everything's ticking up substantially. This is now a top five red zone offense with Kyler Murray. The Bears have the worst red zone defense in the league. And three times this year, this is like NFL history. The Bears have led by 10 or more in the fourth and collapsed. So even when the Bears outplay you, they can't hold on to it. I'm not giving up four and a half to a very dynamic offense against the Bears defense that collapses late. I'm going to take the upset Cardinals win. Maybe get outplayed, but cover and win late 24-23. Cowboys at Dolphins. Dallas plus one and a half. I like Dallas. They're 9-5 and five against the spread. 
They're going to reinforce their physicality. Miami's O-line is weak. Dallas pass rush is excellent. The Cowboys following a loss this year have been sensational. 35 to 12 is their average win after a loss. Their O-line's number three, according to PFF. They should control the line of scrimmage. And let's be honest, the Miami Dolphins have lost seven straight games to teams with winning records. Show me the money. Beat somebody that's good. Dallas has ticked off defensive line. If Tyron Smith plays, Bradley Chubb's not getting pressure on Dak. 31-27. I think Dallas will establish itself. Miami scores garbage touchdowns late. Take the Cowboys to win the game. Jaguars at Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Bucks and Baker minus three. C.J. Beathard probably starts. Now, Jacksonville's reeling with Trevor Lawrence. They're a bit of a mess right now. But here's the thing. The story of this game's Tampa. They're an emotional team because their quarterback's an emotional player. But Baker's last three games, he's on fire. Eight TDs, one pick, passer rating of 108. They do not turn the ball over. Baker can be hot and cold, but they're bottom five in the league and giving the ball away. They're also 7-1 and one at home as a favorite. This is a team that's a bit of a front runner. All right? They're a bit of a front runner. Baker as a player has always been better with a lead and feeling himself. But they are feeling themselves. And I think Tampa covers the spread. I'll take them to win 28-20. to 20. Ravens at 49ers. Niners are going to win, but I'm taking the points at five and a half. Harbaugh is a great underdog coach. Lamar is unbeatable against the NFC, and the Niners are banged up. Listen, right now Baltimore's got six wins against teams with winning records. They're really good in this spot, especially when you doubt them. Their defense this year is first or second in virtually everything. Yeah, the Niners are 13-1 and their last 14 home games, but they've got cluster injuries on the defensive front. That is the area you do not want cluster injuries against the Baltimore Ravens. My guess is San Francisco's going to win the Super Bowl. This is a weird week. Baltimore feels completely disrespected. The Niners are beloved by everybody, especially J-Mac. Niners win, but that's just too many points to give John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, the best defense in the league, in a big prove-it-yourself game. Take the points. 28-24 San Francisco wins. So, my picks in review, I am taking a very good Titans underdog team and coach. Cardinals as a dog, Cowboys as a dog, Ravens as a dog. I've got some dogs barking. I do like the Bucks as a favorite. J-Mac is rolling his <laughs> eyes no at these picks. Well, it's more of concern for you, my friend. Uh, don't love the picks this week. I'll just put it there. Uh, take a look at the Titans injury report. They got like seven starters likely out this week. I know it's a good spot uh, for them against Seattle. Baker Mayfield laying a field goal. I don't care if it's C.J. Beathard or uh, whoever. That's risky, man. They, they, oof. And I, you know I don't like Dallas at all. Yeah. Oh, boy. You could be, this could be a brutal Christmas week. Can't tell Ann to cancel Christmas. This is a rough one for you. Ann and I agreed we are not buying each other presents this year. I like that. Yeah, it's the new... We had, we, we'd given each other a very nice um, months leading up to Christmas. We, had, we were busy. And uh, so we, we said no Christmas presents for us. But I'll just see how that. Uh, and football. Uh, we'll and see how it skiing. plays out. We'll just see how it plays. Okay. She, you know, she said that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have something ready, right? You can't no. just roll up with nothing. 
I got nothing. Not even like some leather gloves or anything? I got some worker gloves. A stocking stuffers, maybe? <laughs> okay. So I, I will say this. I don't want to oversell the Rams' win because I think it's a flawed team with a great coach and quarterback. But I'll just throw this out to you. Are the Rams the 2008 Arizona Cardinals? Kurt Warner, Matt Stafford, great veteran quarterbacks. That Rams team was 9-7 and seven in the regular season. This Rams team is 8-7. and seven. You had a star quarterback, Stafford, Warner. You had a star receiver, Cooper Cup, Larry Fitzgerald. And you had an emerging star receiver, Anquan Bolden, Puka Nakua, as a number two. And the Arizona Cardinals just snuck up on people like the Rams are doing. And if you go back to that year in the NFC, it wasn't very good. They beat Philadelphia in the NFC Championship. Donovan McNabb was the quarterback. It wasn't a great Philadelphia team. Uh, another team that year that was good, Carolina with Jake Delhomme, 12-4. and four. The other team that was really good, Atlanta with rookie Matt Ryan. Look around right now. Jared Goff, Brock Purdy, Philadelphia's reeling. You don't trust Dallas. Matt Ryan, Jake Delhomme, McNabb. Kind of feels the same to me. This season, if you look at the NFC, you got Mr. Irrelevance, one quarterback, Dak, who's hot and cold, home and away, Baker Mayfield, who's the Vikings quarterback. I'm just saying, you start looking at what the Rams have. They have an A-plus head coach, an A-plus quarterback, an A to an A-plus number one receiver, the best offensive rookie, arguably, in years at wide receiver, uh, a running back playing at an A-plus level. The offensive line, middle of the pack, but it has improved if you've watched the Rams dramatically in the last six weeks. That overtime loss to Baltimore was an eye-opener. I thought it, this was a bit of a fraud. They outplayed Baltimore. They went toe-to-toe at Baltimore. I saw Seattle go to Baltimore and get shelled. I saw Detroit go to Baltimore and get shelled. I watched the Rams go to Baltimore and mostly outplay the Ravens. It was an eye-opener. And this Puka Nakua story, as Sean McVay said after the game, this, this kid is unbelievable. He's outstanding. You know, I mean, I, I couldn't be more grateful for the contributions. I would, he would get my vote. And, um, you know, he's really special. But the best part about him is he doesn't worry about those things. He worries about, you know, just being a great teammate, continuing to improve his game. And uh, sure love this team. And, and he's one of those guys that you really love. Due to injuries and due to odd stories like Brock Purdy, it's the NFC, is it more wide open than we think? Now, maybe the Niners go out and knock Baltimore around, and we just say, it's the Niners by a mile, nobody's close. But it's, it's going to be an interesting weekend, and the, and the Rams have some interesting elements. In an offensive league, they are working they are manipulating games. Um, not good enough to put people away early. Good enough to win and struggle late, but there, there's some magic there. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrate the holidays with the gift of football on Fox. On Sunday, it's an NFL doubleheader featuring a showdown between title contenders as Dak leads the Cowboys against Tua and the Dolphins. Then on Christmas Day, the Eagles take on the Giants, all on Fox. Can't wait for that tight end revenge game. <laughs> okay, so so I like Dallas. Uh, I think Dallas's pass rush is going to be in Tua's face all day. Whereas I think Dak, if Tyron Smith plays left tackle, all-timer, first ballot Hall of Famer, Dak will have more time to throw. They'll establish the run game. Um, so what we do, we don't do it that often. This is the second time we've done it this week, where we take both rosters and we give you what we view as uh the top 10 players in the game we were i think eight niners two ravens or was it seven niners three ravens so let's do dolphins cowboys 10 best players so i would say the best player in this game would be tyreek hill who's had eight games of over 100 yards he's the number one weapon in the game he's the number one uh weapon in the nfl so tyreek hill would be the number one player in this game Number two would be Micah Parsons, a dynamic edge rusher, leads the NFL in pressures this season, uh, and he had led the NFL in pressures last season. So he's just dynamic like Tyreek Hill. Not many people on the planet as gifted. The number one rated offensive lineman in the entire league is a cowboy, Tyron Smith, former USC Trojan. He is one of the 10, 7, 6 best left tackles of all time, has not allowed a sack this season, and frankly, engulfs even good pass rushers. Jalen Ramsey's had a heck of a year. I'd put him at number four. Now, he hasn't played a lot, 
but he is, as Greg Cosell said yesterday, a great zone corner, still can do great man-to-man, against Garrett Wilson, did not allow a reception in 23 snaps covering Garrett Wilson. Not a, not a reception. So he's, he's elite. Big, strong, risk-taking corner who has now matured and plays the zone effectively. Uh, number five, it's probably Dak Prescott having his best year. B-plus quarterback having an A season. Top five in, you know, passing yards per attempts and completion percentage, passer rating. I think Dak, you know, take away last week, take away the Niners. He's had a couple of really bad roadies against really good teams. I think Dak's having a great year. Six, uh, his partner, C.D. Lamb, who is not Tyreek Hill, but has to be a top six or seven. You know, he's one of two players in the NFL this year with 100 catches. The other's Keenan Allen. So he is he is a 10-target-a-game guy. I never thought he would be this good in the NFL. Um, he's just uh, added strength and just grown with Dak, and he's good. Number seven, let's put two up there. In this system with this coach and these receivers, he's very, very good. Back-to-back years with 25-plus touchdowns. So he's done it in multiple years. Um, I like him. I think he's also intangibles. He's a grown-up. He's good at the mic. Got a good sense of humor. I think players respect him. I like him a lot, too. Uh, number eight, Demarcus Lawrence, a heck of a pass rusher. He's not Micah, but he's the seventh-rated edge rusher in the NFL. He's a handful. Um, you know, since 2016, he's got 50-plus sacks. There's only five guys in the leagues that have done that, so he's a really good player. Number nine would be Bradley Chubb, who is the ninth-rated edge rusher. Disappears at times, but he was a good top pick. He's a very good player. He was a first-round guy, if I recall. Uh, And I like Bradley Chubb uh, uh, a lot. I think he was a first-round guy. NC State, I think. And then number 10, Deron Bland, the corner, who I think is a risk-taker, but leads the NFL with eight interceptions. And um, number 11 is a running back. Mostert for the Dolphins. He would be number 11. Um, but on that Miami offense, it's kind of a Tyreek Hill, Tua offense, Jalen Waddle. So there you go. It's uh, six Cowboys, four Dolphins, and I'll take Dallas controlling the game. You, you're deeply bothered by not having hold that. Up, hold on, hold on. Jalen Waddle, what did Jalen Waddle do to you? Pro Football Focus has him as third best receiver in the league this season, according to a lot of the stats. He, Waddle's been well, incredible. Let me, let me ask you this. Last night for the Rams, if you had to have two receivers on the field and you were given Puka, Cooper Cup, or Jalen Waddle, he couldn't get on the field. We're talking Cowboys, <laughs> Dolphins here. Okay, that's fine. You want to, you want to bash uh, I'm not Waddle? Bash, I'm not bashing. He didn't him. make the top 10. He is 12. Deron Bland, he had a couple awesome pick sixes. Otherwise, he's getting cooked. Come on. All right, now this is the one that really upset me. Only because this guy's been incredible. And you probably, uh, you're not that familiar with him. He's got the long hair, the kid from yes. Wisconsin, yeah. Andrew Van Ginkle. He, I mean, he's being an all-pro all season right now. He's been unbelievable. He makes splash plays every week. Not like Bland, did you, who just gets a pick Did six. you notice what I said for a couple of players, a lot of them? Like, this is the second year Tua's had 25-plus. Bland is 10 because he's been a spectacular pick-six guy. But I like, I like guys who do things over and over again. Rookies probably aren't going to make the cut. Now, Bland has been unique because he is 
he leads the league in categories, but he was 10. So I like to see guys that do things over and over and over again. Fair, that's fair. Javon Holland, the safety out of, I think, Oregon. Very, no, very Dude, good player. He's all pro this year, maybe. Very, he's been very, awesome. Safety. And now I'm like, I like the Dolphins. I, didn't, I don't like the Okay, Dolphins. I didn't put Zach Marson, Martin in here, Dallas. He's a guard, okay. and he's been banged up. He's obviously a Hall of Famer, so. You got me amped for this game now. <laughs> it's on Fox. It's good. It's a kind of... Hey, I, I'll tell you, I, I was going to watch that game, but I'm watching that tight end revenge game instead. That thing has got me locked in. That got you worked up. TJ huh? Hawkinson gets me to a TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts